Good morning. We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. You jumped right in there. I wasn't ready. I did. Ready. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee to start your day with a shot of caffeine, good news, and inspiration. Your morning moments matter. How you start your day is how the rest of your day is going to go. And so we are starting with some fun and celebration and inspiration, and we hope that that brings some joy to your day. So what are we celebrating today? I have this feeling... It's food. Yes. Last week, we did all food. All about the food. And this week, I did not do food until today. Some days, as I've said, the choices for national days are more difficult and limited than others. But today, July 16th, is National Corn Fritter Day. Oh, chocolate and sugar cookie and graham crackers were way better. They were more gooder? <laughs> more gooder. <laughs> well, this one encourages you to fry up a batch of these crispy, flavorful bites of corn and batter. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to have to make a... a um, a wow. request for corn fritters? No, I'm oh, going to have no. to... <laughs> confession. I'm going to have to confess. I don't even know what a corn fritter is. Really? Is that a Southern thing? I, I don't know. I think they're made where corn is grown. We grew plenty of corn in Indiana, but I don't, we never had corn fritters. So enlighten me. What the, is it? What the, the heck main, is a corn fritter? The main ingredients are corn. corn shocking. Meal, eggs, milk, and butter. While they may have originated in the South, I knew that, but I didn't know. Corn fritters can easily be changed up and with peppers and onion and herbs to give them a regional or seasonal Indiana flair. All right, so why? <laughs> What's the difference between cornbread and corn fritters? Corn, the corn cornbread fritter is, is baked. fried. Cornbread is baked. Corn fritters are deep fried. So it's about the you same know. thing. It's deep fried cornbread. Okay, I'm in. Okay. And let's put some jalapenos <laughs> in it. <laughs> exactly. That's what it says to add peppers yes. and onions and herbs and. We but might have to celebrate this if day. If you just Google corn fritter recipes, you'll get more than 800,000 results. 800,000? <laughs> yes, That's I did that just for the Pandemonium. <laughs> that was day before yesterday. Oh, oh okay. Stop with the chaos. <laughs> but a fun fact, did you know that corn fritters are also an incredibly popular dish in Indonesia? No. How would you know that? I can't say that I know that. <laughs> I over can't there, even lie and say that I know over that. Over there, they don't call them. Corn fritters, though. Oh, well, that's shocking as well. They call them curdido kajung. I put a K per word. I put a K <laughs> word. Kettle jagung. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Um, Just a little different. Yes. Their version is similar to ours, but with some key differences. They kick up the spice level by mixing scallions, shallots, and garlic into the batter. Oh, that sounds better. And then they deep fry it in coconut oil. Well, I think we should try some per kettle jagung. I like it. We I have like coconut it. oil. I like it like they that. They have spices. We can just ramp it up. Indonesian okay, we might actually have to experiment with this. I might have to try this. Okay. Well, this feels like a fair There's 800,000 recipes <laughs> and no one knows the origin of this holiday. <laughs> just throw that. Because who wants to be associated with the idea that my my accomplishment My in claim life? to fame is I made corn fritter day. <laughs> It was someone named Bubba. You think? I don't know. That was awful. Well, not in Indonesia. That was terrible. There's I'm sorry. Yes, you should be. <laughs> I should be. Yes. That gives you one thing to celebrate today. <laughs> if nothing else, you know that you can celebrate corn fritters and you can say to your friends. Happy corn fritter day. Fry it up, baby. Fry it up, baby. That's better. Don't be a cob. <laughs> Be a cob. What shape are they? Are they like um, hush puppies? I, I mean, what's the difference between a hush puppy and a corn fritter? Ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not very many ingredients. Maybe it's just a, a slight variation of hush puppy. We'll find that out. Yes. But tune in for a future what? episode of What's the Difference Between a Hush Puppy and a Corn Fritter? <laughs> Brought to you by corn. So, in all seriousness, what shape are they? Whatever shape you want them to be. See, there's 800 different thousand. Well, they have to be, no, they have to be, like, dropped. They have to be, like, similar as to, like, if they're dropped in boiling oil. I think you found a loophole. But (laughs) I think, really, they're they're hush puppies disguised as something No, I'm not suggesting that. I'm I'm just wondering how you, what shape they are, that was all. If you drop them in batter, they sort of have to be that round. Unless you, you could form them. You and freeze them. Well, I don't think. And they'd... then drop them in, and they would keep that same form <laughs> for so. a minute. And they'd be raw <laughs> on the inside. All right, well, this is way <laughs> off topic. Let's go to the good news story for today. It's about a man named Joshua Nelson. He was actually a senior last year at St. Charles West High School in Missouri. He was one of five students at that school selected, or I'm not sure at that school. That may not be true. I think. Okay, stop and start over again. Have a corn fritter. (laughs) It was one of five students selected for a prestigious president's scholarship at Southeast Missouri State University. So one of five incoming freshmen that were selected for this prestigious scholarship. It's a full ride thing. It's about $43,000 and we'll cover his costs. So what he's doing is taking the money that he had already saved up on his own for college which is about $1,000, and he's donating it to someone else who needs it since he has his costs covered. Oh, that's very generous. A lot of people would say, oh, well, I'm just going to go buy something else I need, more clothes or a refrigerator or TV or whatever. But that is very generous of him. It is very generous of him. That $1,000 may not seem like a ton of money, especially when he's getting 43, but what a beautiful gesture. I mean, he essentially said, what he said, here's a quote from him. He said, I feel like it's important to be involved in your community and leave a legacy, which this is a high school student saying the idea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay. In addition to good parenting, (laughs) maybe he's just a really good guy. But he Um, had to, you know, his parents set an example or a horrible, you know, warning. So legacy is a concept that most high schoolers aren't really thinking about at all. It's not till this, I mean, we've been talking about it because we're involved in speaking into midlife and that's when legacy sort of becomes a thing. But if you're thinking about that as as a high schooler, I just think that's really amazing. That's true. It's like compound interest. If you can, the younger, earlier you start. The bigger the legacy will be. Yeah. He has started a scholarship fund, and he hopes that local businesses will fund it for years to come. So he didn't even just go out and give somebody $1,000. He started a, a fund that other people will put into that will help other kids on an ongoing basis. So it so even just, went beyond his $1,000. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's a great story because it not only gives us an example to follow, to inspire us, that, but it reminds us that we can make a difference. It started with generosity and an idea, and it will affect other people's lives for years to come. It's the little things that we don't realize can make a big difference on down the line. Well, and I think so, so many times we have an idea and we think, well, that won't make enough difference, or I can't make a big enough impact, or there's no way that that could work. Well, as a high school senior, he just set up a scholarship fund. Wow. I mean... And, you know... Like you said, it doesn't. It may not mean 
much to him or a thousand dollars in comparison to the scholarship he got but to that person who has nothing it can make and received it, that money and put it, it can put them over the hump for whatever they needed or just you know and also i think it will instill a sense of gratitude in the recipient as well so that's another benefit of the the scholarship yeah i thought it was really a great story and a great reminder for us to act on those ideas because that ripple effect can affect a lot of other people, even if it seems like a small kernel of an idea to, to begin with. Kernel and corn. Did you do that on purpose? I wish I could say yes, <laughs> but no. Darn it. But, I, I, <laughs> but I, it was a great it was a good one. one. <laughs> good job. Today's to-go cup quote is from Nicole Reed. Sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives put us directly on the path to the most wonderful things that can happen to us. That is a good thing for us to keep in mind because it helps us see life as a whole. It's not just the good things that happen, not just the bad things. It also helps us get through those difficult things when we know that the possibility is there, that it could lead to something good from then on. So today's right. today's silver lining to do, kind of thing. Yeah, well. I'm a silver lining kind of guy. We are, and, and but I think that's a little different because we look for silver linings of but that doesn't necessarily mean that that good can come of this. It just means that we've we found something to be grateful for or some good in it. Um, but the idea that this very thing that is difficult for us right now could lead to something really good gives us hope yeah. to get through dark that times. We're being prepared for something that we don't even know, but it's given us either the strength, the courage, the skills, something that's coming that we'll use later. Yeah. So today's to do is to think about anything that's hard in your life right now and consider that that there may be the potential that this would be a really good thing down, or it could lead to something good. It doesn't necessarily mean that this is a good thing, but it might open the door to something really good later on. Perfect. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box. If you want an easy step into a morning routine, the Morning Moments Matter box is a super simple way to take the time you use to brew your morning coffee and turn it into a ritual that engages your body and your mind and your heart. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to coffee and conversation with you each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we will be back Monday. Make plans to join us then. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. got abs. Is there anybody in there? Hello, hello, hello. Is anybody Ouch. in there? Just nod if you can hear me. <laughs> this is not going to work well. <laughs> All right. It's pandemonium. Oh, wait. That was the other that day. That was Wednesday. Today is Friday. Friday. So that makes sense <clears throat> that what we're doing is fried corn fritters. <laughs> That's corny. <laughs> Corny but appropriate. Corny, fried, and appropriate. Today's episode, ep the perfect. <laughs>